another episode of the Everyday Joy podcast. I am so excited to jump into the Word of God with you today and find a moment of joy. Get ready for today's scripture. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black that's found in matthew 5 verse 34. now ro you are back in studio with us again today how are you finding sitting in the guest seat it's definitely not my sweet spot (laughs) but i am loving being part of the everyday joy podcast well i'm so glad to have you and it's been so good i'm so glad everyone gets to know you a little bit more you are a lot of fun to be around do you have one thing that you do every single Christmas? Do you have a tradition? Is there something that you just can't get through a December without doing? I think it's probably the Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Yeah. Very good. I like to have a little bit of a map of where all the really great Christmas lights are and, you know, chuck on our Christmas pajamas and go cruising around in the car and so you have a full list. So you have a list with like location. Do you give them a score out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe we will this year. <laughs> you could start a whole Instagram just being like Rose Light Reviews. <laughs> oh, I like it. You could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, we are looking at Matthew 5 verse 34 in the NIV. And it talks a lot about not swearing oaths, talking about who Jesus is and the power of God that is on our tongue. So I love the part at the very end of this verse. It says, do not swear by your head for you cannot make even one hair white or black. And why this speaks to me the most, I think, is because we've kind of established that I am a bit of an overthinker. I really, uh, what's the word? Sometimes I think I try to control things. Maybe I'm a little bit of a control freak. (laughs) And so I think that in this verse, it's a great reminder for me to go, Ash, you can't make all these big decisions. You can't will all these things into existence. Mm. You need to surrender to God and you need to remember that he is the great king. You know that he is the creator of the earth. Ash, you can't try and make things happen just because you want to do. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Even as much as we would love to be able mm. to speak things into being, that's not our role. That's mm. God's role. Mm-hmm. He spoke and the world became. Yeah. So we just need to lean on the fact that we can talk to him. We can go to him with our cares and our concerns or in our frustrations and our needs. And he's the one that needs to either make it happen or not. Yeah, it's so true. And now, Ro, what do you think this verse tells us about God's character? I think it's just putting the importance in what words you're using and how you're using them. Mm. Um, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm. But you're also speaking perhaps over someone's life. Yeah. You're speaking into someone's future. You are either breaking someone down or lifting someone up by Mm. what you're saying to them. So when we speak, it carries power and it can carry authority as well. Um, And I think about, you know, when you say, yes, I do in your wedding vows, when you choose to 
live your life with that one person, mm. you're speaking that over the rest of your life. You're saying, whatever happens in sickness and in health, I will continue to love this person unconditionally. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. And I think even when you say yes in that moment, and I'm assuming because I'm not married, but... <laughs> but one day, Ash, one, one day, day. One day. But I think from my understanding, there is that level of sacrifice and there is that level of going, I'm going to humbly come to you as a wife or as a partner and think like, I can't be in control of everything all the time. Like I'm going to have to lay some things down. It's kind of this, and it's, and it's a beautiful picture of what God's asking us to do here. We can't will our want or anything into existence 24 seven and and we need to be able to go, God, or in this relationship, go, okay, this covenant between this couple is more important than anything else. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, how do we let God be the only yes and the only one who we're making those promises to? Well, the great thing about marriage is when you say yes under God's covenant, mm. then you put God at the center of your yeah. marriage. So there's not the two of you, there's the three of you in the marriage. And so if you're both seeking after him, if you're both looking to God, then you'll both come together in unity. Mm, yeah, it's so true. And I and I wonder, you know, when we read this this verse, to me it shows me that God wants us to come to him humbly. You know, the first section of this verse, it kind of gives us the the idea that people are going out there swearing these oaths, kind of being like, I promise this, this and this mm. in the name of the Lord, you know, kind of using God's name to almost justify and validate all of these things. And I think what this verse is saying and what God wants us to do is actually to come humbly to him yeah, and to actually go, God, I'm, I'm not in control. God, you are the king of kings. I can't, I can't, like we said, will or make anything happen. Lord, help me to, to live these things out or to make these decisions or carry these, this weight with your help and with your decisions. Yeah. It's a great picture of the Pharisees back in the day mm. when they would try and use Jesus' name. Yeah. But they couldn't cast out demons because they weren't in relationship mm. with him. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it's so, it's so, so true. Now, Ro, can you think of a time where this verse has come alive in your life? Um, I think like what I was talking about before, just saying yes at the altar mm. and choosing to you know not take that decision lightly and just letting my yes be yes and being reminded of that in times when marriage isn't so easy mm. which uh spoiler alert it's not always easy <laughs> for <Dang>. those of <laughs> you waiting for that no. day <laughs> but you've got to look past the one day you know mm. it's more than just a beautiful dress and a that. great event it is a life mm. time so i think knowing that yeah, Ben and I, my husband, are going to be together for the rest of our lives and picturing what that looks like. And before making that decision to say yes, really considering, you know, can you give up? Um, perhaps you might have to give something up specifically to fit the marriage covenant. Mm. Um, and that might just be something as simple as sleeping on the left hand side of the bed <laughs> rather than the right, yeah. you know, so... Um, there's all these little things and um, I think as long as you are going and fully wide-eyed mm. with God by your side, then you'll be fine. Yeah. 
I love that. I think for me, when I when I read this, it reminds me of times in my life, you know, I haven't had that moment of saying yes in that covenant. So I guess for anyone else listening who maybe you're kind of going, I can't wait for that moment. That's going to be a great moment. But in this season, and I guess in my season of life, I have had moments where I have said things or I've made big proclamations of things that I will do and then I haven't followed through or I haven't been able to commit to those things and I think this verse is such a such a comfort for me because I feel like God's and when I look at those circumstances in my life I feel like God's kind of gone Ash you don't have to make these big calls like you don't have to make these big decisions you know people and I think we spoke about it in an episode last week um with Jen and and we kind of just go, we don't have to say these grand things and then disappoint people because we've sworn these oaths that we can't we can't fully commit to. But actually going, okay, well, I'm gonna do my best and I'm gonna bring God into it and that's and that's enough, I suppose, in this season. So yeah, I really think it's about humbly coming to God, you know, not letting the bigness of our words sometimes because as you as probably a lot of us know we talk a lot we get a bit caught up in what we say and then we take a step back and we go oh wow can we actually commit to this and like you were saying in a marriage that takes a lot of thought and a lot of uh, decision making and a lot of discernment and taking it to God so sometimes when we are committing to things that maybe aren't quite so permanent like marriage how do you actually go no God I'm, I'm going to make sure that I bring you into this and, Lord, that your will be done over this scenario. Now, I know you might be listening today and maybe you're thinking, oh, my goodness, how do I not swear these big things? How do I not overcommit myself? And how do I make sure I humbly come to God? How do I make sure that I live out that covenant of marriage that I've committed to? Look, they're all big things. We're not going to be able to understand all of them super quickly or totally in one moment. But what we can do is humbly come to God. We can humbly say, Lord, I need you in this scenario. God, I need you to help me through these things. Lord, help me to not make these big decisions. Help me to not swear these huge things in moments where we haven't brought him in. So today, maybe you're struggling. Maybe you've got something that you're going through. Maybe you've committed to things and you're struggling with it. Just take it back to Jesus. That is all you need to do. You know, we can't will anything into existence. Like the verse says, we can't make one hair white or black. So why don't you take that burden from your shoulders and give them to God? Like it says in Matthew 5 verse 34, But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, even by heaven, or for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is its footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Everyday Joy podcast. I cannot wait to hang out with you again tomorrow. But in the meantime, enjoy finding joy in your everyday.